victories for Max Verstappen. He wins the Dutch Grand Prix. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Long-awaited new episode about an actual race this time. Because we're back from the summer break. Woo! Yay! Cheering noises. Everybody cheers. I'm Delaney, and as always, I am here with the wonderful Noel. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Noel was in St. Louis last week. Welcome to Not on This Occasion. He's a little sleepy. I'm so, so fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we prevail. <laughs> Maybe maybe we'll have a this week in racing segment because Noel was at an IndyCar race this weekend. So oh, we could, we Good. could. But before that, make sure to hit the follow button, hit a like, make sure to comment wherever you can comment. Make sure to follow us on everywhere. Make sure to do all those things in the next five seconds. I'm gonna count down from five, four, three, two, one. Good. Now that you've done all those things, you can enjoy this episode. Yay! Yay! Finally. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're back back and better than ever baby what are we talking about delaney what's this episode about this episode is sponsored by <laughs> it sounded like i was doing a sponsor uh, rockstar energy because that's the one ad i keep hearing on, on our episodes rockstar energy thank you rockstar energy send us some money please um anyways this episode is um we are in the netherlands we are in the home country of Jost Verstappen, the former F1 driver. Not any other Verstappen, though. And Nick DeVries as well. And Nick But not DeVries. any other F1 drivers. Not any this other. No. Nope. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to touch on, like, the very, very, like, few bits of news that happened during the summer break. Um, there's maybe, like, two, one, two notable things that happened. It's not like last year, guys. Last year, I feel like summer break, everything exploded. Yeah, During it, was the summer a, break. it was a great summer break, last, yeah. at least from what I remember. This year, the silly season is not being very silly yet. It's it's kind of brewing. I think it's all going to happen all at once. And who knows when it'll happen. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Dope. Dope. Hello, fresh. Hello, fresh. Hello, fresh. <laughs> hey, Delaney. <laughs> hey, Noel, have you ever wanted to, you know... <laughs> make a home-cooked meal but you didn't go to the grocery store this week well hello fresh has got your back we really gotta start doing these because i feel like we're actually pretty good at them i think you have to get sponsors before you can start doing sponsor shout outs no 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 i no, guess it's I'm, fine. i can't even say we're i'm new to this podcasting thing anymore so i don't i guess i don't know i don't i guess i don't know i don't know yeah i can talk this week in racing i guess it's, it's been so long since we've made an episode i don't even know where we were last at uh there was a new olivia rodrigo song yep now there's two there's no. a, there was a new killer song <gasps> no way but uh it was it's it's really good oh but i think the killers are gonna be done soon uh -oh. like forever in That's terms true. of this weekend racing there's been two indy car races how was your indy car race that you went to i went to the gateway race the track is technically in Illinois, but they oh. still call it Gateway. It's like you can yeah. see the arch from there. So right. it's like St. Louis enough. Right. And it was okay. It was like a, it was okay. Like if I watched it from home, I probably wouldn't think it was a very great race. There was a crash in lap one though. There was. Oh, that okay. was, that was, that I was cool Snapchat. to see that. <laughs> um, but you remember how when we went to Detroit, uh -huh. once people started pitting and once people started getting lapped, it got kind of hard to follow. Yeah. So like at a short oval which is what st louis is it's only one mile people pit and they go like two laps down it, it just gets very confusing very quickly yeah because it's a short track so eventually the field covers the whole track so you can't hear any yeah. commentators you can watch the tv but you can't hear what's going on and if you have an alternate strategy you just have no idea what's happening right so it's fun to watch. It's fun to be there, but you don't really know what's going on. True. And you don't have the commentators telling you who to watch if someone's playing an alternate strategy game. Right. They can't tell you that because 
can't hear him. Yeah. And so Scott Dixon won the race by not, but he pitted one less time than everyone else. Oh, wow. So he basically lapped the entire field by not pitting. And I have no idea how he did that. Well, because I didn't watch. He pulled an Alex album. Yeah. So it, um, it was good, but it was, uh, it's just one of those things. IndyCar always, uh, has a really good battle for second that you Mm -hmm. think is going to be the battle for the win. And then Scott Dixon or Joseph Newgarden just like, whoops, I'm going to do this thing no one thought was possible, and I'm just going to win the race. Yeah. Also, the week before, they went to the Indy Road Course, and Graham Rahal almost won, oh. who got bumped from the Indy Fight. We've talked about that oh. homie before. He almost just won yeah. a race, which is pretty crazy, but whatever. Also, I guess kind of this week in racing, but I don't know if this is like, if this, this didn't happen this week, but it's like related to IndyCar, uh, Lizzie mcintosh or yeah and god what's his name marcus armstrong yeah like became official sort of kind of like they I've got seen tweets they got like a it, video yeah. they like they were at an indycar race i'm pretty sure it was over the summer break. they were at an indycar race together and they're like under an umbrella together and then like you know how like they do like the, the commentators are like talking and then the, the just like b-roll of like yeah drivers up, and they're just standing there and the guy like walks up to them and they're just staying there like trying to pretend the camera's not there but then like uh marcus like put the camera or put the umbrella down to like cover them and then uh lizzie like laughed and like pushed the umbrella back up like no it's fine <laughs> so i guess that's like kind of official to be like there they are are they just friends standing under an umbrella together uh, i don't think that's how that works no <laughs> i don't think so either Especially because it was a summer break, so it's like she could be doing she could be doing anything else, but you know she flew all the way over here to have a to go watch an IndyCar race, and it was on the track with him. So I mean, I don't know if you would really take all your friends to do that. No, I don't think you would. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is uh that's my little tidbit. Also, I guess Lynn Stroll might have a new girlfriend. So they, she does. He he does. <laughs> I saw like a. I, I didn't I saw a, an X about an Instagram post related to it. <laughs> we're, so, we're we're so hip with it. <laughs> I don't think I've seen anyone call it X before, no. except for like official businesses that like have to. It's like, oh yeah, you could follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter, or whatever. Oh my but. god, it's stupid. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for news. So I guess we'll get into the summer break. Summer break. It sucked. It really does suck. Nothing happened. For, F for news wise. News wise. News yeah. wise. It was a good, it, it was a good, uh, I'm not going to lie. When I was watching this race this past weekend, I was like kind of excited because I was like, ooh, F1's back. And like, I had to like reprogram my brain again. Yeah. Because like we, we did a YouTube, we recorded a YouTube video that is coming out soon. Soon is, is a subjective thought <laughs> and we were talking about can mean anything we were talking about formula one stuff we were talking about previous races and my brain literally was like what is formula one <laughs> like i during the summer break i just like clocked out so yeah but, but yeah there was only like one big piece of news that happened over the summer break which was very exciting news super exciting get ready folks haas announced that they will for the 2024 season be keeping both of their drivers. It's not really all that exciting. That's it. That's the only official news. I thought that already happened. <laughs> yeah. I thought we already knew that, honestly. Like that, when yeah. that came out, when that news came out, I was like, isn't, I I thought <laughs> this was confirmed already. When I saw the breaking again not, on the F1 app, I was like, breaking Haas. I was like, what? What about Haas? It was like, Haas is keeping both drivers. I was like, that is not breaking news. Could have been an email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Kevin Magnuson, Nico Hulkenberg. This is this is the most expected thing I think ever. Yeah. This is the way Haas have always been, except for those few years they played with the rookies. It bit them kind of, and so they're going to keep doing that until Kevin Magnuson and Nico Hulkenberg die. Yep. I think what Haas needs honestly is they need like a like a Sergio Perez or like a a driver who used to drive for like a winning team uh-huh. that leaves said winning team who can sure. lead Haas need better than a midfield driver, a driver yes. who's be- at best has only been in the midfield. Yeah. But I don't know how many of those, maybe, maybe they don't need that though, because I thought Valtteri Bottas was going to storm into Alfa Romeo and like shoot him up to the top. And now they're 
not and he's just retiring basically he's basically done so i don't know i guess i don't know what haas needs but that's my uh we'll see other than that alpine still does not have an official team principal it's an in it's an interim team principal or whatever no not interim i think his name is bono but it's not it's not bono (laughs) no it's not bono that'd be fucked up can you imagine Really be your own. Bruno. Sorry, his name is Bruno. Bruno Fairman, who is actually just the vice president of Alpine. He's the interim team principal right now. That's it. They don't have another one. So maybe team principals don't mean anything. I really really don't think they do. I think they're just like the queen. I think they're just like a figurehead. I always thought that up to this point, they, they, I feel maybe it differs from team to team, but I always believed Toto Wolf did stuff. Besides just well, he also owns stand on top of a podium and be doesn't like, doesn't he we own today. majority share of Mercedes a- AMG M? Maybe Patronus F1 team, <laughs> whatever long maybe. ass name. Maybe I don't know. I don't know his share deal. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's literally the only thing that happened during summer break. Play the Dutch national anthem. Oh yeah, rocking out Dutch national anthem. Bum, heard it bum, once bum. no heard i heard it, it twice. twice we got the remix <laughs> we got the live version did you see the podium did they have someone sing it live for the podium celebration i did not watch okay. the podium i, turned I it heard off. i heard that they were so confident that max would win they literally had that they would have someone sing up. it for the podium when they usually just you know play it that's that's too much now i don't know pride. if that's true but um Actually, that's a lie. If if a, if American F one driver won in America, I would want like fucking Christina Aguilera up there <laughs> screaming the national anthem. Like, I think that would be that'd be great. Anyways, so yeah, with the Dutch national anthem, um, the Dutch Grand lot- Prix. I think you mean <laughs> <laughs> the Dutch Grand Prix. That's what I meant to say. Um, a lot happened actually during this weekend. It was a it was a pretty good. Uh, it started it this weekend, you know, coming back from the summer break, started out the second half of the season with a bang. Yeah, so But I mean, no surprise, Max still won, but I mean <laughs> God threw everything at him though. Yeah, this was uh this was a race, certainly. <laughs> this was a race. Uh okay, so here's here's the here's the scoop. This race had one hundred and eighty six overtakes. Wow. It is the record f1 race for the most overtakes ever wow there were 63 overtakes on lap three holy shit <laughs> lap, the first like 10 <laughs> laps were crazy like i like i do this thing when i'm watching when i'm watching f1 on a sunday i like to make myself some breakfast okay so I, like i'll turn on f1 i'll like watch like listen to the formation lap and i'll be like in my kitchen listening and then when it they're like okay and here we go i'll like walk over i'll like pause right now i'll walk over and i'll watch the first lap and i'll just watch the first lap and then if it's like anything crazy happens then maybe i'll hang out but like i was like making something on the stove and i was like oh i gotta watch the first lap so i walked over there and it like everything just kept happening and it just kept going and going and going and i was like oh my god i have to finish my breakfast <laughs> so i had to run back over anyways that's my little tidbit but i just thought it was crazy the first the first five to ten laps were non-stop like I was like, yeah, glued to my TV. It was, was like, yeah, Whoa. it was, it was pretty insane. Uh, I missed the start of the race because I was in Central Time Zone, <laughs> and so my mind was just set like, oh yeah, F one's on at nine, but it's eight in Central Time Zone. Oh, so you were so like- I wake up at eight seventeen. I'm like, oh shit, that's on. <laughs> yeah, I better turn that on. And yeah. I watched the first three laps and then skipped. Yeah. Basically to when the safety car was out. Yep. The first safety car for Logan Sargent. Wait, wait. We have to go back though. Hold on. I know. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go way we're, back. We're getting into we're the getting race, way, but we've got... We got shit before the race <laughs> that happened. So yeah, the big news, Delaney. Uh, Logan Sargent made it to Q3. Uh, that's he pretty cool. did. Uh, uh, qualifying. Okay, I did watch qualifying while at work. Qualifying was kind of cray-cray. I ain't gonna lie. Qualifying was wild. Because qualifying, we had a wet qualifying which I think is the second, second or this first one. This is the one. sixth race in a row that a weekend has been affected by rain in F1. Really? Yes. Wow. Good to know. I, I know. know that. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I think crazy. this is the first time it actually affected the race race. The race race. Yeah. But um. But yeah, everybody did qualifying on inter tires basically because it was, I think so. Most most yeah. I think I think Q three was dry. Dry. Yeah. But I think the rest of them were all off and on. 
Yeah. So we had some very interesting um, times. We had some very interesting people in Q3. We had both Williams in Q3 for a hot minute. And then, you know, one of them had to go and smash into a wall. But Logan Sargent did crash, but he was still he, in Q3. He's still in Q3. You know, started the top 10. Yeah. Alex Albon qualified fucking fourth. I already <laughs> forgot about that. Fucking amazing, dude. That's a crazy and crazy. That was uh, awesome. Um, Yeah. Alex if it, if it weren't for fucking George, he would be qualifying third. Exa- yeah, exactly. Would have made yeah, that would have been so so cool. So cool. Uh, Alex Albon's the best. We're gonna talk about him in a second though, because obviously Logan Sargent Q three was not the big news that you're all no. waiting for. The big news, the story that keeps on giving. Fucking Daniel Ricardo fractures his goddamn wrist. He broke it in a practice crash. Yeah. We we. Cast your mind back, Delaney. <laughs> I'm casting it. To previous episodes before the summer break. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, they're saying Daniel Ricardo, he might replace Nick DeVries after the summer break. Uh, yeah. Now they're saying it could be this fucking guy, Liam Lawson. Yeah. Who you've never heard of before, probably. Yeah. None of you have probably ever heard of him. No, it's going to be listen, Daniel Ricardo. If you Ricardo. listen to the podcast, you heard of him because I said, who's Liam Lawson? And then you gave us the whole backstory on him, so... And in this shock, it was the twist we- of fate. Both come thing. true. Yeah, both come true. It was crazy. And Liam Lawson makes his F one debut after the summer break. It's crazy. I I remember you sent it to me, and I thought it was a, I thought it was a gag. <laughs> like I was like, "You're lying." I was like, "No." I literally had to go and look it up, and. Once I looked it up, because I didn't watch practice, once I looked it up, I saw the crash and he had said, like, once he got back from the hospital or something that he was like trying to avoid Oscar Piastri, his POV, you don't even see Oscar Piastri until he's in the wall. So I'm like, what? Yeah. So the crash is, it's like, it's weird. It's a weird crash because Oscar Piastri, the two Aussies crashed, basically separated Oscar Piastri. I don't. I don't even remember. I think what happened. He just went into the turn and lost I just, it. I just think he did it turn. And then it's a. It was a blind corner. Yeah. So Daniel Ricardo's coming in on the outside, which is kind of the racing line most people take. Yeah. And but then there's Os- gravel. Yeah. Os- and a wall. Yeah. Oscar Piastri just kind of appears, and I think it was too late for him to go down and into the oh. gravel, so he hit the wall to not hit. Oscar okay. Piastri, and he didn't let go of the wheel. Yep. So the wheel snaps around and breaks his wrist. Yep. And uh, it was really sad, actually. Watching him, watching him get out of the car and like shake his head no to the marshals when the marshals like giving him a thumbs up was really sad. I was like, that sucks. It's sad because this is like his true return. I it think. is. It's his. It's his redemption arc. And Oscar Piastri has now costed him his seat not once but twice in Formula One. <laughs> Mind you, it's not a permanent cause. Hopefully he gets better. He apparently flew to wherever Lance Stroll's wrist doctor, <laughs> hand doctor was. I got Lance Stroll back in 12 days. If you, if, if everybody could cast their mind back to the very beginning of the I season. I forgot that that was even this year. That's this year. I thought that was last year. Same thing. <laughs> Lance Stroll hurt both of his wrists. Yeah. But I don't think, I think Dana Ricardo. I've heard fractured, I've heard broken. Something happened to where he had to be in a cast. But I guess they had to put metal into his wrist yeah. for the surgery. I don't think they had... No, they had to do that for Lance Stroll. Because there was an x-ray if his hand had metal in yeah. it. Yeah, I think they did that for Lance Stroll. Yeah, so... But I think Daniel should hopefully be back. Well, he's not going to be back for Monza. They've no. already announced that. Just sad. Uh, I think... And then we have a week break after Monza. So I then- think uh, I saw a tweet today that said... It'll probably be Qatar that he comes back. At the earliest, it'll so not, be Japan. not Singapore. Yeah, so I think at the earliest, it'll be the Japanese Grand Prix where he comes back. All I'm saying is this man better race in the fucking, F, in the fucking Vegas race. Because <laughs> if he doesn't, I'll riot. Because he has to. Yeah, he does have to do that. So it's required um, by law, by the F1 law. So yeah, that that is the biggest news that happened. Um, and then Liam Lawson came in and... He had FP3, he had qualifying, Yep. and he had oh. the probably most anxiety 
producing race ever that you could have your F1 literally, debut. That is, literally, that was they like, threw a whole career at him of, of events. They, really they threw everything I at really, him today. You know what? He, that, that call for Charles Leclerc. Yeah, Mercedes, Mercedes threw everything at him today. <laughs> he won his spot. He won <laughs> They threw everything at Liam Lawson on this day. Yeah. And uh, he survived. He finished 13th. Yeah, let's say he did not DNF when four people did. So I think that's a win on your debut on that race. That's a win. He had a pretty decent battle with Charles Leclerc. Yeah. Who I guess had a broken floor and a horrible weekend. But um, <laughs> when does Ferrari not have a horrible I guess he weekend? Had a, he probably had a broken heart too. He had a normal Ferrari point. weekend. I mean, it's pretty typical. I got to talk point. about Charles Leclerc when we get to it. But I let's not. I'm, a little scatterbrained right now. So let's, <laughs> no, we're all over the place. Please, whatever you were about to say about Liam Lawson, please say it. I'm sorry. I forgot. I just, <laughs> he's oh, awesome. He didn't. He did. He did DNF at least. He we beat. Had, he and we had. Note. Yeah, we had four DNFs. So he beat his teammate technically, which doesn't reflect well on Yuki Sonoda. But also, it, it was a crazy race. So I think Yuki Sonoda also had a five second time penalty, which was he like the reason that he did. Did I think for pushing off the track or something like that? I don't know. Impeding whatever rewinding again a little bit so start of the race we started out um it was dry for the start it was dry for the start start was pretty good i guess i don't know max pulled was, ahead yeah it was a pretty lando was second so lando got to kind of it was it was interesting like shuffling going on right at the beginning so that was fun um and then everybody was pretty close like for the first couple laps like we said like i mean the first couple laps everybody was really close and then they were like talking they were like oh ayo rain's coming well it started raining on the end of lap one yeah and the sector three yeah and i think one of the commentators was like it's spitting buckets out here or something like <laughs> yeah, that like it was, it like was barely sprinkling super british but it was like yeah it was actually raining pretty hard on lap one i think so like lap two going lap three i think red bull makes the call to pit sergio perez right away he was like one of the first if not the first i think he was the first person to, to pit. pit to go on enters because i think Sergio started what six seven yeah so he like they were like look all right let's just try it and see if it works they pit him and then a few other people kind of pit and then it's like pit crazy because you know there, some teams are like okay but this rain's gonna pass in like five minutes like hold out like wait and the driver's like hey yo it's getting kind of like slippy <laughs> out here like can I come in they're like the rain's gonna stop in like five minutes by the time you pit you come out we're gonna have to come back in again so like maybe just just suffer for a little bit <laughs> And so they do that. But then Sergio Perez, when he got on his tires, his tires got warm and it's been raining. Fucking flies flew <laughs> up there. Like he got to second place. I was like, holy. He, just he was, he passed think, like three cars in one. I lap. think he caught the end of the dry tire field yeah. before they even made it back around to pit again. Yes, he did. So, and then he was leading the race. So it was like, then it they was, you pitted, they, they put Max Verstappen on inters. I think a, like a lap or two later. Yeah, they and did. He, uh, fall and then mercedes took forever yeah they, and held they lost all their track position all of it I lewis th was I, literally 20th yeah they i think they eventually pitted for inters yeah but uh someone who never pitted for inters in this first stage was alex fucking albon <laughs> just drove this whole rainy day session <laughs> on the soft tire it. if that doesn't prove to you that alex albon is the best driver <laughs> on the grid right now i don't know what and will. got super lucky when the safety car eventually came out for his teammate which we'll talk about in a sec yeah but first pitting back onto the dry tires yeah they pitted max verstappen first oh yeah even this, though he was in second this was very controversial so what do you think of that, Delaney? Okay, I because Bernie Collins she did a great job explaining to it. Aston Martin and explained why they did it. Yes, but first, yes. What do you think of that? First, of that first, one, I want to say a little side note about Bernie Collins. I love her. I think adding her to the Sky Sports like broadcasting is has been great. Anyways, she's been awesome. She's been giving a really insightful look on strategist's mind and shit. It's awesome. So. When I saw that, I was like, oh, they're pitting Max. I was like, why? And I think it was weird because, like, even Sergio didn't even realize that Max had pitted until he had come out and realized that he had got undercut by Max. And in my brain, I was like, oh, they're going to pit Max. Maybe he, maybe Sergio will have enough of a window to come out in front. And it almost looked like it for a second. And then when Max started coming around that straight, I was like, no, it's not happening. Um, I guess though, because like they got some insight, 
it was a team decision. Like neither Max yep. nor Sergio said, put me in. Max didn't even, Max wasn't even like, I'm coming in for my dries. Like he was, he, he didn't even make that call. The team said, Max, come in. And I don't think Max questioned it, nor did, yeah. like they just kind of did it. But like yeah. even Sergio's team was like, yeah, like he did that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, supposedly the reason that this happened mm. was because Fernando Alonso pitted. And so they, they were, trying to cover were him. covering him off. I guess. Because okay. I guess they thought Perez is far enough ahead. He's got a gap. We want to keep both our cars ahead of Aston Martin. Yeah. If we pit Sergio Perez first, he'll pass Max Verstappen. And we'll have the lead and third and not the lead and second. Right. That was supposed. That was the reason she gave which i think is i don't know if i don't that's what red bull told her i i think that's what red bull told her yeah and that's i don't know if that's necessarily true i think red bull want max Verstappen to win at his home the race. grand prix yeah they do um but yeah it's a little bit it was odd it sucks i think for for sergio perez like yes. I, it, it and when valtteri bottas was at mercedes too it just always seemed like you know, they obviously favor the first driver and they always have a reason that's like, oh, we didn't favor him. We were covering off that yeah. guy or whatever. I'm like, they're trying to cover really? up the team orders. Yeah. I'm like, really? You're really? That's really? what you're doing? That's what you're doing? No, um, you're not. A reply to your comment about Bernie Collins. Yeah. I also really like her. I hate Karun Chandok. In yeah. The I hate him because <laughs> I think he's kind of stupid. And, and he's never paying attention. <laughs> and he's always like, when Bernie Collins, I, it's not even just Bernie Collins, but like sometimes when people say stuff, he's just like, well, why would they do that? That doesn't make any, like, why would they? I just. He's playing I, us. Yeah. He's, he's cosplaying the audience. I'm fine with him playing us. I just <laughs> wish he would. I, he, he should just be like, for those in like the audience who don't know. Like a color commentator. Yeah. 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 I don't need him to be like, what the fuck is going on here? I don't like, cause <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. I more on this. I'll just talk about it right now. Pop we'll off. talk about the red flag in a second. Yeah. But oh, shit. every time there's a fucking red flag. Yeah. The sky sports commentators have no idea what the fuck is going on. They have no, fucking and neither clue. do I. And I need someone to tell me, like, I need a parent to be like, that this is, is Bernie. What's happen. Like, Bernie is the parent. Now she, she is mom. She has, She's like, she's so always so calm whenever she comes because like Crafty and, and Karoon are always so like, ah, like half the time. And I'm like, ah, when it's not even necessary to be like that. And then they'll be like, and Bernie Collins, what do you think? And she's like, yeah, so Crafty, here's what I'm thinking. That this is what happened. I'm like, I, she's so soothing. Like her, it's, her and uh, James Vows, the Williams team principal. There, there oh. are amazing Good. they're they're mom and dad right there they they are the ones that come in and go here's what's happening guys and they just like explain know exactly to us exactly what's happening here yeah they just calmly explain and then it goes back to crappy he's like all right thank you so it's just so like sometimes it it's or too it cuts much. back to karun chandop being like well why why would they do that i don't what exactly why is the red flag out i think i think the fia made a great decision or whatever yeah it's just you know uh, and then birdie's just shaking her head in the pit lane like oh my god i'm fine with the commentators helping the audience but i don't i need them to be smarter than me they need to be one step i need ahead. them to know what's going on they even said that in the commentary box they don't know which car is which driver <laughs> which you 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 know because Crofty has many, many times been like, that's Leclerc when it's when it's uh science. He'll be like, and Leclerc is passing a boat. And it's like, it's, it's science. No, you're wrong. Anyways, that's just also funny. He said that he only knows them based on the order. Like he memorizes the order. And then like when they're going, he just like assumes that that's oh, them. Okay. But you, you can only tell by like their number on the side of their car. He said, and I'm like, that's fair. You know, I guess. Anyways. Um, so yeah, we so they pitted, <laughs> undercut Max, or Max undercutted Checo, and then Logan Sargent crashed into a wall. So <laughs> he had a brake by wire failure, lost mm. power steering, so it wasn't his fault. He hit that wall pretty hard. I think, I think the practice or the qualifying thing was probably his fault. Yeah, but the racing was not his fault. But 
an unfortunate weekend for it was our American hero. I felt so bad for him. He had to sit the whole the fucking, whole fucking race. He sat in in wherever he was the whole time. Like when they cut to him during the red flag, still sitting in that fucking lawn chair. I was like, oh, buddy, nobody came and got you yet. Ugh. After the safety car, the race kind of played out like a regular, like your your more typical. Oh, I thought you were about to pop off about the safety car. Oh no. Oh, I don't really. I was just should say, I pop I, off? No, I was just gonna say I'm glad that they actually deployed a safety car, and not did a virtual and then a safety car. They did it right the first time. Okay, that's all. Because the, the other because the other safety car was not done correctly. Um, but that's fine. After the after the safety car came back in, yes, we got a good little F one race and ever uh, a very 2023 F one race. Yeah, Max Verstappen ran away. Yeah, he said nobody, goodbye. no one really looked at him. Uh, Pierre Gasly, Carlos Sainz fought for a while. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Mercedes, there were good. There were a lot of overtakes. There was it was a mixed up grid because the tire strategy, the, the safety car came out in the midst of tire strategy. And then so, nobody pitted for during the safety car too. Yeah, so McLarens were in the back. Mercedes yeah. was in the back. Joe yep. Guan Yu was like fourth. Yeah. Alex Albon was in the points. Um, Kevin there. Magnuson was up there too. He's in seventh or eighth or something. It was just all wonky. So there were fun, I think, overtakes of them coming back to the front. Uh, Charles Leclerc had a damaged floor. Yeah. A horrible weekend. He is calling his shot with Ferrari, I think. Yeah. In qualifying, he's like, he barely made it out of Q1. And he's like, guys, we got to focus on the fucking tracks for, for fuck's sake. We got to focus on the track position. Yeah. Don't let me out in the middle of a bunch of cars. Yeah. Like that does not help me get the best time. I think, it's I think Ferrari he thing, should just yeah. fire his whole team and just be his own fucking strategist <laughs> and his own fucking engineer at this point, because obviously he's doing it a better job in his own car than they are on the wall anyways. And then there was whisperings. There was chitter chatter on the radio of large amounts of rain coming directly to the track. <laughs> like they were showing shots of the radar and it was like the thing was growing and they were like, see that line? Like that's the track. And it was like uh, literally <laughs> exactly on that line. And they were kind of talking about, it. they're like, oh, rain starting in like five laps, whatever. It started and it started and it just like fucking poured like hard like yeah. all of a sudden and yeah. I, and, and and now mind you everybody had gone back to dries at this point um so yeah then it was a scramble for everybody to get back on to inters they weren't going full wet well yet. so yet yeah esteban ocon pitted for full wets on his first and he was time pissed about that yeah uh so it went to inters first and yeah. it was it was a slip and slide out there. A, a lot. Of, I think there were probably at least five drivers that slipped into turn one. Yep. The first being Sergio Perez. Yep. I think he bumped into the wall with his with his back end. I think you pulled it out good. Yuki Sonoda also did. Yep. And both. I feel like both Alfa Romeos did. And Lewis Hamilton. Really? Yeah, he spun too. Wow. Turn one, and he pulled. He got. He went through the gravel and pulled off on that little off road. Okay, I feel like I did see that. Yeah. Uh, but Zhou Guan Yu crash crashed into the barrier Hard. and yeah. it was a, a very like he aquaplaned just straight. straight into the barrier. Like did not even slow down, not even a little bit. So, um, then I think Max Verstappen pitted onto full wets and then Perez followed him through, but the red flag came out. Well, something like that. The VSC came out first. The VSC came out first, which, which I screamed at my TV <laughs> when I saw that. I literally was like, are you fucking kidding me? He just slid fully into the wall going like a hundred and something miles an hour. And you're putting a virtual safety car out. And yeah, then they were I like, think, okay, red flag. Red I flag. feel like, I feel like if this would be probably, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know where I stand on this whole should have this been a red flag thing because oh, yeah, it yeah. obviously rained super hard. But then it like, but it stopped really up. quickly. And when we got racing again, they were back on the intermediate tires. Yeah, throwing a red flag for rain is like not a new thing. No, they've done it in like two the two thousands. There's a bunch of races that are kind of famous for like having like rain like this. And they just red flag it when everyone aquaplanes off into turn one. That's you need something. Yeah. I feel like they should have just 
down a safety car and everybody changed to wet and, and then see, and how, then that see how that goes yeah and i agree mm-hmm. i agree but mm. in the in the other spirit of things i think because i mean where joe came off it wasn't even on the track i mean turn one has that yeah. off area where it's like a huge thing of gravel so he wasn't like necessarily impeding on the track at all and he got out of the car pretty quickly so it wasn't like he was hurt or anything so um they were able to push the car out of the way quickly mm-hmm. enough but i think they were also expecting we were what lap 65 or something yeah like 64 so i'm sure and when there's in 72 Two, yeah. laps so i think they were also looking at how much race they had left and they were probably pulling that oh we got a red flag so we mm. can end blah, 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 whatever yeah so i think they were seeing how long the rain was taking and they were just like you know what let's just red flag it and we'll come back um yeah but the other weird thing that happened was Sergio was in the pit lane when the red flag flew out and he just had to stop yeah. <laughs> right there. So that was that a little, was, it was a weird, I, I don't necessarily hate that the red flag came out in this one. This is one that I'm more like, yeah, it makes sense. I guess everyone yeah. was aquaplaning off. Yeah. So in the spirit of finishing the race, I guess it makes kind of sense. Yeah. It's just a little bit like, why do we even have the fucking full wet tires if no. we're not going to use them exactly i feel like it would have been interesting to see if that kept happening with the full wet tires yeah but i'm not necessarily mad about this red flag i guess per se if that makes any sense yeah no i agree so i i think the thing i'm more upset about is that they reset the lineup and put perez back in third even though he was sixth yeah, that they was reset a the lineup weird. to the how that previous lap ended or something. So it's a little weird, but I also can like. I see why they. Did I it, see it's why in they line. did it. Yeah, I just um, it just it was because it, like when he was exiting the pits, he would have come out in sixth place. Yeah, so he was technically in sixth with the red flag came out. I don't know what the rules are for like <clears> when <throat> if you're in the pit lane during a red flag. I don't know if that's like <clears throat> if they have rules for that or not. I don't know. They could. It's just uh, confusing. It just confuses the Sky Sports people. Oh, my God. So it confuses me because okay. they're confused and be like, I don't know what they're running around with chicken chickens <laughs> with no heads. They're like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> um, speaking of chickens with their heads cut off, that's what Ferrari looked like during their first pit stop for Charles Leclerc. Oh, yeah. And we didn't even talk about that. That shit was so... <laughs> oh, my God. I was so mad about that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's raining, bro. <laughs> it's raining. And they're like, okay, come in. Yeah, yeah, apparently. the tires are not even ready. I guess Ferrari has like this, uh, you can't, after you pass this certain point on the track, like, you're committed. If you don't say you're pitting, like, you're, we're committed to not pitting. It's so but stupid. But even Karun Chandok, who I previously said I hate, <laughs> is like, wouldn't you just be ready for the yeah, wet tires? You like, see if other people raining? are pitting. Like, he wasn't like the first <laughs> one to come in. Like, other people had come in. Yeah. Other teams were ready. Like they had the tires out and ready to go. That added to the more mm-hmm. shitty weekend. But I just forgot that just that just popped into my <laughs> head, so I had to mention it. But anyways, so yeah, red flag ended. Red flag was too long. Too long. It was a really long red flag. It was like forty minutes. I ate breakfast an hour. during the red flag. Yeah. Um, and then we got the race again. Mm-hmm. I thought Fernando was gonna take a bite out of Max Verstappen. Like he was I thought, so I was close. Hoping. He was really close to actually. Mm-hmm. I was actually pleasantly surprised of the of the speed on that uh, SMR. I'm not gonna lie, pleasantly surprised. And then uh, Sergio Perez gets a five second time penalty for speeding in the pit lane, which I don't know how we're still doing that. I don't know when did did they ever say when he sped in the pit maybe, lane? Maybe oh he, maybe it was right he, before the red flag because he was trying to get back out. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that could, that could be the only logical mm-hmm. reason. But I'm glad that they did that instead of announcing it after the race. Yeah. So because of that, Pierre Gasly inherited third place, which is and great. scored another podium, which is fantastic. We love that. It's what I wanted to see out of Pierre Gasly when he came to Alpine. This is a great podium, actually. I like this podium, minus Max. But I mean, I think I think <laughs> seeing Fernando back up there again, seeing per, uh, Pierre up there. Pierre's never been on the Max Podium podcast ever. He's so. there, new new guest. So it was great. Yeah. We just talked about in this YouTube video that's not out yet about how Alpine were mid. Yep. But that was Pierre Gasly was up there all day. All day. So he I'm glad that he got that. And his uh, teammate, um, Esme Alcon, was bitching during the red flag about his wet tires. 
they kind of sacked him a little bit. He ended what? Tenth. Tenth. Okay, so, so they got, they got points. Point. They got points. Solid, but solid. McLaren drive. never fully recovered really from they did the not, seventh so. and seventh and ninth. So not the points they need to finish second. No. So, so they're, they're, that's the big fight. I think that's gonna ha- that's gonna carry us to the rest of the season is Alpine and McLaren, Alpine, McLaren, and Aston Martin. Yeah, that's the argument I see. I think Mercedes and unless, Ferrari. Yeah, I think Ferraris with Aston Martin. Yes, yeah. yeah. I but I think Mercedes, unless McLaren or one of those teams just absolutely takes it away for the rest of the season and they finish like second or third or third or fourth for the rest of the season. I think Mercedes kind of has it solidified that they're up there because just based on their performance at the beginning of the season and how well they did, um, like I said, unless like McLaren or Aston Martin just fucking run away with it for the rest of the season, then I think if Lance Stroll hear. steps up. <laughs> yeah, that just I'm kind of making more on McLaren doing it right now. Because Fernando Alonso finished second. Lance Stroll other, finished 11th. Yep, every other team has it's either one driver's doing really well and the other driver sucks. But right now McLaren, it seems as though both drivers do equally. They're about the same when it comes to performance right now, because their car is pretty much the same. So Alex Albon ended up eighth, which is pretty good, which is good. But I think had the rain not come, they would have finished sixth. Yep. So I think Williams, it's a good thing. They can be disappointed with eighth place. They yeah. could not say that last year no. or the year before, or the year before, or the year before. Exactly. So they're, they're um, taking a really, they're making a good right-hand turn right now. They're in the middle of the turn, but they're making a good right-hand turn. And I hope that Logan Sargent can do well. This yeah. is his first qualifying performance that he did really well in. Yeah. And so I hope, I don't know what, I don't even know where he was running when he crashed, but maybe he can... Turn around. Maybe. They've got what I assume is going to be their best race next week. So there you go. We'll see. We'll see. Um, George Russell didn't retire, but he got a puncture on the last lap or the last few laps. They said he was going to retire, but then he just ended up finishing. They kept saying that he was out and then he retired, but he clearly wasn't out. They like, clearly kept they, showing they that just, he was. They just put him into the pit lane. They were like, oh, he's. Well, George said, I'm out. In the, and then he came in and they were like, oh, you should have a puncture. <laughs> Get here. Here's your tires. Go back out. That was the Dutch Grand Prix. I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. It's maybe the best race of the season. It had a lot of overtakes. I wouldn't call it like an all-time classic, Mm-mm. but it was a fun race for this year. It was fun. It was a good change-up. I appreciated it. We finally had a wet race, which I've been wanting. We had one at Monza. Not Monza. We had them at uh, Monaco. Monaco, but that was like a flood. It was not like a wet race. <laughs> this was like a true, like, oh, they're actually racing in the rain a little bit, so... And the tire strategies got all fucked up. So that was kind of fun. Very excited for our next race, though. You know why? Why, Delaney? Because of the Monza curse. Oh, Delaney. <laughs> the Monza curse. The what, Monza what's curse. the Monza curse, Delaney? The Monza curse started in 2019, where the previous year's winner has DNF'd the, the, that year. That makes sense. Yeah. The previous year's winner DNF the following year, year, basically. Yes. For the Monza Grand Prix. So 2019, Charles Leclerc won won the Monza Grand Prix, right? The famous He wins his ball, he wins blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I that, think we talked about that in this episode. We actually. did. That's <laughs> crazy. Mercedes threw everything at him today. Um so he won 2019. Great. 2020, he DNF'd. Who wins in 2020? Our boy, Pierre Gasly. Also an amazing race. That was awesome. Pierre Gasly, 2021, DNFs. Who wins in 2021? Daniel Ricciardo. Those three years had really good winners. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was to think about it. Yeah. Daniel Ricciardo won in 2021. 2022, DNF'd. Who won in 2022? Noel. I think that was, uh, I think that might have been Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen. <laughs> so this is a true test of the Monza curse. If Max can break the curse, then. If Max Good. does not only break the Monza curse, but he goes fucking 10 in a row, sets an all-time new record. And beats Sebastian Vettel for that record. Which, um... What we kind of sad, actually. I'm kind of sad about that. I, uh... At this point... Do it. If the Monza curse happens, I'm, I'm not going to come here and complain about it on the next episode. No. But at this point, I Max Verstappen, just, just win the rest of them. Just... 
just fucking set history while you're here. He he did say in an interview, he was like, somebody had mentioned this during the broadcast during the Dutch Grand Prix. They were like, they somebody had asked him like, do you miss competing <laughs> like against other? Basically, like do you miss the 2021 season? Like do you miss that feeling? And he was like, no, not really, because mm-hmm. you as a driver, you only get like one or two of these seasons in your whole career. So he's like, I'm just trying to enjoy it right now, which I did appreciate that he was like, not like, oh yeah, I'm so bored. Like I'm not doing anything fun. Like I appreciate that he's humble enough to be like, I'm just trying to appreciate this season and and my success that I'm doing. So I know everybody likes to try to paint him as a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. He's just yeah, a good driver. So he just, (laughs) you know, it's just winning. So hopefully it is true. It's only two seasons in a row. And it won't be like, because I think that's the biggest argument is that like when Lewis was dominating, people were still, other people were still winning. Yeah. Nobody else is winning right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Max. So it's like getting really frustrating. You still had Nico Rosberg and yeah. you still had Sebastian Vettel every once in a while. And yeah. Max Verstappen. And, and Max Verstappen. And Daniel Ricciardo. Like you had yeah. and, and Charles Leclerc like once or twice, but that's it. Like you had that. But like this season, if he wins the rest of the races, that's going to be crazy. That's the thing about it. I was thinking about this. It's like, it, it could happen. It, I think it will, honestly. Yeah. Like at this point, like I, I don't I don't I think Red Bull will definitely win the rest of the races here. Yeah. I think Sergio Perez, like Singapore, like I still think he could do sure, it. Sure, sure. But I don't see anyone else winning unless some spectacular thing happens. Or they crash. Yeah. And I think I mean, it's kind of like in a couple years, yeah, people are gonna be talking about do you remember when Max Verstappen won 10 in a row? Like when he won fucking 20 in a row, whatever it's going to be. So, I mean, it's like, I think it'll be cool in a 10 years time to be like, oh yeah, like we watched that happen. We watched 2021 and we watched 2023. These two historical seasons yeah even if right now it's like oh my god another max (laughs) win holy shit yeah exactly but i think um at this point i just i just rather he did it you know honestly just do it and then we'll be like woohoo good job because if he goes to abu dhabi and then mercedes wins abu dhabi it's like oh great like it's like red bull won almost every race of the season then you might as well just have a season where one team wins all the races just for the record just books. just for the shits yeah shits and gigs and then red so, bull and then red bull can just hold that over everybody's head for the rest of the rest of eternity and then basically. maybe max verstappen will just because because okay this is the thing too next year what if max verstappen wins every single race this year uh-huh. and then goes into bahrain whatever the first race is and like crashes on lap one yeah that that's gonna be fucking huge we're yeah. gonna record a whole fucking episode about <laughs> max verstappen crashing on lap one at bahrain like yeah. you know so once someone else finally does it it'll be so much cooler and so much better maybe it'll i don't be know very exciting yeah i just i'm i am like you i'm torn about this next race i want very him torn. i'm very torn <laughs> i want him to crash but i want him to dnf just to be like haha the monza curse lives on for another year and see who else wins um maybe a fernando alonso win that would be great that'd be really fun that'd be snazzy yeah that'd be spicy um but yeah i think but then another part of me is like yeah getting that getting that 10 in a row would be kind of cool yeah especially because he's not only breaking a record he's breaking a former red bull driver's record so i think that just proves that like red bull it's cool to see people break records even if it's kind of boring to get there yeah like if you're gonna make the first half of the season so boring max you might as well just break them all while you're fucking there exactly you know um and monza like i mentioned in a previous episode this is the race that the previous most dominant car ever lost Yep. In 1988. So a lot of things pointing to it happening at this race. Yeah. If he doesn't crash, though, I don't see how Red Bull lose this race because they have such that straight line speed advantage with the DRS. Even if they have a bad qualifying, Monza has previously been super hard to pass on. Yeah. But I think Red Bull have too good of a car in straight line to possibly lose this race. Yep. Except maybe for Williams, because I'm kind of, I don't. <laughs> they're kind of peeking out I of the corner. I kind of want to see 
what that car can do. They're like, hello. Hopefully Alex Albon doesn't magically have another appendix that he's like kind of kid out <laughs> his gallbladder <laughs> like what is another like uh what is another like internal organ that can fail that you can remove it and you don't need it anymore i've i've got he's got gotta go on dialysis he's got to lose a kidney <laughs> like he's... literally part of his liver <laughs> so um sorry alex i just getting <laughs> tore up over there so uh that's the next race italian grand prix yep from monza it won't be a Ferrari winning. Nope. If it is, that'd be. I I uh, predict if it's not a Red Bull, it's uh, a McLaren or a Mercedes winning Monza. I don't know how good Aston Martin are. At I don't. Yeah, like I really don't know. I, th I Mercedes have done well at this track in the past. Yeah. So I think I could see McLaren. Either McLaren, I'd be. It would be an exciting news headline. Preferably Lando Norris because <laughs> I think he deserves it. But yeah. um, either one or a Mercedes. McLaren or Mercedes. One of the M teams if it's not Red Bull. Yeah. So excited for that. Yeah. And uh, this is the end of the episode. That was not on this occasion. Say goodbye, Delaney. Goodbye, Delaney. Let me paint a picture for you guys here for the audio listeners. All of you. <laughs> all of you there's no visual let me let me let me paint a picture for you guys here so it's black and white in the room that we're in and i'm looking at delaney and it's 1920 and she's getting on the train and she's like i'm out of here i'm heading to the city there's nothing left here in this crummy old town for a girl like me <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that is how with my transatlantic accent <laughs> And that is why, the, George, I don't think that that's the way to go. It's 1920, so that's You're how everybody talks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's I bid you adieu. I'm <laughs> so sorry. That's southern. I don't know why I just went there. And so that is how not on this occasion ends. And the train pulls away. I just imagine like the Looney Tunes, like that's all, folks. <laughs> like, and uh, yeah. That's how I chose to end this episode. Beautiful. Gorgeous. That imagery for the audio listeners. Thank you, audio Love you to death. Love you to death. <laughs> he said love you. Aw. Take it back.